Hey guys, Sklar Brothers here with Daniel Van Kirk. I am here. And our guest on the show is our favorite murderer because she murders this episode. Karen Kilgariff, thanks for joining. It was my pleasure. What a joy. We talk about We talk about swords. Oh, yeah. Uh, sword uh, stores. Sword yeah. stores. A guy who might have deserved to get attacked. Yeah. I'm not yeah. saying he did, but he might have. He's an e athlete. <laughs> yeah. He's an, an e athlete. That's all you need to know. That's all you need right. to know. Talk about Claudia tiny, and her life changes. Tiny Sasquatches. <laughs> tiny Sasquatches. And the Sheboygan Clogger. Which, you, yeah, that, we need the town's help on that one. This is it. It is sword stores, tiny Sasquatches, <laughs> and the Sheboygan Clogger with Karen Kilgariff. You have to listen to this week's episode of Dumb People Town. It's the Starburns Industries Tape of the Month Club. Twelve original cassette tapes delivered to your door. Each month, you'll receive a crisp new cassette tape of auditory delights made by some of the most funky and creative artists around. Featuring Dino Stamatopoulos, Natalie Palamides, Johnny Pemberton, Dan Harmon, future ladies of wrestling, Alan Resnick and Dina Kalberman, Dynasty Handbag, Jeff B. Davis, Rob Schraub, Lance Bangs, DJ Doug Pound, Cron, Open Mike Eagle, Ron Lynch, and on and on and on. Subscribe now. $13 gets you a crisp, unique tape in the mail each month. For $20, you receive a portable cassette player so you can listen to your tapes on the go. Here's how to order. For credit card customers, please call 747-888-0945. That's 747-888-0945. Or save COD charges and log onto the World Wide Web at d.rip forward slash sbi dash press. It's a good deal. You know what time it is, don't you? That's right. It's Drinky Fun Time, where we drink booze with some of the most interesting people at the coolest places around. So grab a drink, chill out, and enjoy the show. Cheers. Cheers. Cheers, cheers. It's morning. Cheers. By the way, if you're keeping track, we are in Kentucky. It's still hot. About to get hotter. Uh, with us right now, it's been amazing all the people we've been meeting here, Emma, isn't it? <laughs> I'm the luckiest Brit in Louisville. You are? Louisville. 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 I've met many, many people. Sitting with, us, sitting with us right now, uh, two gentlemen from a, a distillery called Rabbit Hole Distilling. We have the founder, Kave, am I saying right? Kave? Kave. You got it. Zamanian. That's right. That was my nickname in high school. Zamania. Oh, perfect. There you go. <laughs> I love it. Oh, yeah, that was it. And uh, Michael Mozzamedi. Mozzamedi. It's a Mozzamedi. Mozzamedi. Michael Mozzamedi <laughs> from Rabbit Hole of Distilling. <laughs> Gentlemen, welcome, welcome to the show. Yeah, Thank it's you. great to have you. What a delicious drop this is. We got some bourbon. We're already drinking, Emma. I know, but it's so different to what we've sampled. So what are you far. getting that's different? Hang on, let me just go back in. Mm. It's more herbal, herbi, herbally. Herbally? Was my, um, my instincts always say, oh, caramel's nuts. But I'm getting herbal. You're getting an, you are. herbal I am. I'm all right. You are. Oh. Yes, you are. <laughs> is that, is, is right that correct on that, Kevin? It is correct. You know, this is an interesting bourbon because um, our secondary flavoring grain is rye. I mean, bar, I'm sorry, barley rather than rye and wheat. Okay. So we talk about this as the scotch drinker's bourbon. And oh. um, there's nothing like it. We got 20% malted barley. Uh, 10% malted barley, 10% honey malted barley. So it creates a very unique flavor profile. It's really delicious. Now, where? how long have you guys been around? Um, 
the company was formed in 2012. Okay. And we started producing uh, about a year and a half later. And um, so about five years. Wow. And how's it been going so far? Phenomenal. Uh, we launched the products about a, about a year ago. Next month will be a year. Amazing reception. We're about nine states now and uh, outpacing a lot of our competitors Ooh. at this stage of the game. And uh, we got a beautiful, spectacular distillery opening up in um, early 18. Where's that going to be? Heart of Louisville, New in Louisville. The heart of Louisville. Heart of Louisville, New this Louisville. Is, you're as local downtown. as we've got this weekend. That's right. Yes, we're, we are. Uh, we're right here. How close are you? Because yeah. we're in Champions Park right now. It's sort of the north part of yeah. Louisville, right? Yeah, from here you're about a mile and a half. No kidding. No kidding. Wow. All right. So people can come by there and do some tasting. and uh, do They can do more than tasting. They can They can buy. They can be served by uh, world-renowned mixology boys from uh Proprietors LLC, which oh, is the I know folks those guys. that own Dave Death Kaplan and, and uh, Dave Kaplan, and, and Alex Day. Yeah. Is Dave here today? Yeah, Dave. He's here. Oh, we got to get He's Dave here. on the show. Dave's yeah. an old friend of the show, or He's uh, at of the... mine, and then the show. And Emma, by proxy, is old friends with Dave. Yeah. Yeah. She hasn't met him. <laughs> He'll be my. Uh, oh, we'll get Dave. Is Alex here too? Alex is not here, but Devin Just Tarby is here. Oh, Alex Devin Tarby's De- here. here. My, will you tell You're them Dan Dunn? I don't know. These are all. So Dave. So Dave started a big bar in. In, in the New York City called Death & Co., one of them sort of uh, spearheaded the craft cocktail movement here in there, the resurgence of craft mm-hmm. cocktails in the U.S. And then he's got a bunch of bars out in Los Angeles, right. and I think he's living in Jackson Hole or yes, something now. Yes, he's in Wyoming now. And Devin works with them, and she was a big, uh, is, but she was a big bartender in Los Angeles, and now I think she's sort of working with them on their beverage Absolutely. programs all over. And they're pouring Rabbit hole. Well, not just pouring, yeah, actually. They're, um, we've partnered up with those guys, which has been a huge, phenomenal kind of relationship that we're building with them. They're going to be actually operating our restaurant at the distillery, operating our event center, you and operating our tasting. Yeah, it's going to be a phenomenal experience. Soup to nuts. Michael, do you mind saying that in an Italian accent? Because Mozzamari needs to be talking. <laughs> in the, uh, let me tell you. From the now on, we sound like Borat, by the way. This is like the yeah, worst. Exactly. <laughs> I look like Borat, too. I mean, a better version of Borat. There Thank is you, a baby. Thank is you. Oh, no, you didn't. No, stop it. He just peered over his glasses, and it was like... <laughs> it was like Borat was staring at me. All right. No, the crowd loves it. The oh crowd my just God. loves it. Uh, I feel uncomfortable now. It's, it's the whiskey's already. Already it's going. It's flowing. Head. Here we go. This Everyone is some, feels bad. So we got 47. So we're 95, 96 proof, right? Is that 95? Can't see. 95. 95 proof. proof. What's this go for a bottle? Uh, forty nine ninety nine. That's that's a pretty good price point, right? It is obviously it not is. this dinky size. <laughs> not the dinky size. <laughs> this beautiful little two hundred mil. Not that I wouldn't pay that. It's no, delicious. No, but you sure. want a full bottle. You yes. want the seven fifty. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Um, I have a question. We're here at this music festival. There's some fantastic people playing, and I've just spotted that at four fifteen today, there's a band playing called the Young Guns down the rabbit hole. Is that a coincidence? Or Actually, that's are you not it. Yeah, no, no, no. That's not a band. That's basically um, Fred Minnick, uh, whiskey writer. Oh, Fred. Yeah. yeah, Fred's yeah, been Fred's, on the show. Yeah, Fred's yeah. interviewing myself and a couple other people. He's not singing. <laughs> I don't He's think he's got he, a great that's voice. What nightmares are made of. He, he does oh. have a good voice, Fred. Okay, I'm I was kidding. about to say, I'm not sure if I want to. Yeah, no, so I, it's I, you guys and Fred yes. dancing. 
Something like that, yeah. Dancing with a glass of bourbon. I think it's modern. It's interpretive dance, right? It is. Yeah, I can see that. Kabe's got the interpretive dance look to him. Uh, (laughs) Are you guys from? Are you from Kentucky? No, I grew up in California. Lived in Chicago for about uh, eighteen years, and uh, moved here. My wife is from Louisville. We ended up here about ten years ago. Yeah. When does it get cooler? When does that start happening? <laughs> when we go home. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it's kind of hidden. This uh, goes back and forth until uh, probably about November. No kid. Do you get yeah. snow in Louisville though? We were we talking. do, we you do. do we didn't snow. get anything last year, but yeah, we do actually. First it's, of uh, all, four seasons. Uh-oh. They okay. shut down the city with an inch and a half of snow. Okay, <laughs> no, true. I lived, in, I lived in Toronto for twelve years. I'm like, what's going on here, guys? <laughs> Nothing yeah. works. People were day. stocking up milk and water. They said the snow was coming on Tuesday. I'm like, <laughs> if, if you think that's bad. When it's raining in Southern California, no one leaves team, the house. Team coverage of the of the rain coming up, you know, on the news. It's yeah. like it's going to rain. Yeah, they, it's like I'm horns from are California. going off. Yeah. When, it, when it rains, my mom calls me. She's like, "You're never going to believe it. It's raining." And I'm like, "Oh my god!" <laughs> when I first moved to Los Angeles, I went to the gym. I think it was probably. A I like yoga how you say class. that, by the way, Los Angeles. <laughs> yes. And I was thanked by the teacher for coming because it was raining. I was like, well, thank you That's so amazing. much for being here. I know it's raining outside. <laughs> it's, you brought it. Right? Couldn't yeah. believe it. How ridiculous. I have a car. What yeah. else do I need? I'd walk in the rain. I mean, I'm just going to be a bit wet. I would, I would kill for rain right now. If it just started pouring, it. I'd be it so would be happy. nice. Yeah, it would be really nice. nice. I don't think it's going to happen. But what I will say is this. Kave uh, Zamanian and Mike Amotamedi. 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 I like to drink the bear, man. Have you got any? If I were you, I'd be sending this out to like celebrities. Is that something you have the desire to do or have done? And has anyone said, "I'm a fan. I'm a fan." So we've been getting calls. I can't really say who. Go on, say who. I I really cannot, but it's going to be making some (laughs) cameos. But besides the festival itself, we've been getting a lot of calls actually from movies and TV shows that have been requesting the rabbit hole bottle to be inside. Gonna do cameos. So, okay. I mean, I got a face for radio, but at least the bottle is perfect for you know. Oh, it's gorgeous! It's a really nice bottle. Where can people find you guys on the social media? So the Instagram is at Rabbit Hole. Where'd you come up with that? Uh, you know, it's long nights, you know, <laughs> all right. just thinking about it. <laughs> uh, the first question would have been, how did you get that? I feel like all Instagram I'm really happy that gone. you asked that. It was a... Uh it was an interesting process. You have to buy someone out, didn't you? <laughs> it was an interesting process, to oh, say the least. Yeah. God. You have to go and knock on someone's door. I Excuse ha- me, you don't use your account. God damn it. Let us know. I, I could come out with it. I had my wife, who's uh, actually a producer, and she's like into this research thing, and she went and found the guy who had Rabbit Hole. Instagram, made him an offer he couldn't refuse. And said, <laughs> hey, listen. I'd like to purchase the name and this and that because I didn't feel comfortable doing it myself because I felt like, hey, these guys are in the bourbon industry. They're going to be, like, asking me for lots of money. Yeah. And so, you know, we ended up getting the name, and it's been a huge success. We have over 32,000 followers right now in less than an eight-month span, a year yep. span. Not even. Um, Fantastic. Yeah, I mean, it's... You lucky buggers. Lucky buggers. We're going to jump on the back of that. We're going to follow We're you gonna right now. We're going to We're going to follow you. I, I can tag you as long as, you know... You gave me some money. Yeah. <laughs> but we don't have any money. Yes. You know, it's okay. Right. In fact, that guy standing next to you right here, he's here to collect when you guys get off. I don't <laughs> think being on here was free. Well, listen, Michael Cave, Rabbit Hole, uh, Kentucky Straight Bourbon Whiskey. Go out and get it, guys. Thanks for joining us here at Bourbon Thank and you. Beyond. Thanks, Jerry. Uh, Love you. Oh, uh, by the way, if you guys are at Bourbon and Beyond, like you guys are, come down to the Hidden Bar. 
This is a, a <gasps> deck mean, of cards. You mean next year? This, is this, this isn't airing until about but two still. weeks from now. <laughs> no, I feel like an idiot. But, if you, you come know, down to the park, nobody will be here but him and this. <laughs> but next year, you won't be able to find it either. Where is it, though? This, you got to look for the sign. This is Oh, it. follow the rabbit. That's cool. Come down. Follow the rabbit. We'll Thank come you. down. We will, we will come gonna, down. I'm going to say that, you know, you said hello to Dave and come down. Oh, yeah. Tell Dave That's he's got to come see us, and we'll come see you guys later today. Absolutely. All right. We'll be right back. Cheers. I got ten wings to the sky. My back to the wall. My white bag high. Hair lips just like a gun. She's got silver bullets on her tongue. He's deep under her spell. I'm screaming now, but it just won't help. I Hey, you know the only thing better than listening to that song, Emma? Go on. Is listening to that song while the woman who's singing it is dancing in front of you and we're all drinking bourbon. I'll kiss to that. <laughs> let's, uh, everybody, let's give a warm, drinky, fun time. Welcome to ZZ Ward. Yeah. Yay. Oh, Yay. the crowd's Thank going so crazy. Yeah, Producer like Bo, should I stop the music now? Big I stop the music. I have a question. How is your fa- your makeup just not like melting down your face like all the rest of us? Whatever the trick is. It's really good makeup. <laughs> I've done this before. Yeah, and primer. So it's like, it's, it's like painting a wall. It's yeah. primer. You look fabulous. <laughs> Thank you. you. And you were up and you were up performing. And yes. I don't I didn't see a break of sweat up there on stage either. Oh, I was. I was definitely well, actually, sweating. Okay, so Zizi was performing earlier today and it looked like it wasn't wardrobe malfunction stuff, but it, the heat I think was your boots were sliding down. Because there were moments when you're singing and you'd stop, you'd pull boot up, and then yeah. this would go down. I was like, well, something could happen I've here. learned that, you know, when there's people taking pictures at the same time, sometimes it's worth it. Just, like, take a second to, like, fix yourself. Or you can't even use a photo, so what's the point? Yeah. <laughs> you know? So, yeah. I take that time sometimes to make sure my wardrobe is right. Yeah. Yeah. How was it up there? Is it first? Have you played Louisville before? Uh, yeah, absolutely. Okay. Um, it was great, though. It was really fun, and uh, the people were out there, a lot of people, and ready to have a good time. Um, I'm so proud of them for braving the heat and standing in the sun with me. So, yeah. yeah. You were, uh, like, when you came on, it was such a hot time of day. But honest to God, I didn't even think about it. Oh, that's you good. were there. You, you, you're tiny compared to the stage, by the way. You're a oh, wee dot. And you, <laughs> suddenly, a woman at your plane. She's like, no John um, Popper, is what no, you're saying. <laughs> yeah. What? Let's well, talk John about Popper all, lost weight. All, right, all the instruments. Sorry, John Popper. Let's talk about this girl's skills. I yes. mean, if one minute you were on... You know the the keyboard, and the next thing is harmonica, and then it just goes on. I mean, yeah. I was guitar blown raging on away. the guitar too. Blown away. Yeah, I was trying to like get out of playing so many instruments on stage, but my musical director won't let me. He's like, no, no, you need to play. Go over here, and then go do this, and it makes it sound fuller. And so I'm like, all right, it's just, you know, yeah, running all over the place. So, so what did you start playing when you when you started? As a child playing music, what was your first instrument? Well, I started writing on like a Hammond B3 organ before I played anything. And then um, it was probably keyboard first and then guitar. But I definitely sang before any of those things. But you joined a band when you were 12 years old, yeah. albeit with your father. Yeah. And this is a great reason to join a band at 12 years old. But what instruments were you playing then? I wasn't playing anything then. I was that just was singing. Yeah. Wow. Um, I didn't actually play guitar until I was 17. So I got into it later, 
And, um, yeah, I was, uh, I was mostly singing. When I started singing my dad's blues band, I would sing, like, one of the songs when I was that young. And then as I got older, I started taking over all the songs, and I was singing most of the majority of the wow. material. So, was yeah. it always blues? Always blues in that, bl in that band, yeah. I would play blues in that band, and then I would uh, open up for hip-hop artists. Uh, in nearby town was, like, Eugene, Oregon, so I would drive my Dodge Ram okay. up there, and I would open you up Dodge for, like, Ram? Yeah, Bone Thugs and Harmony and Mike Jones and things like that. So I was sure. doing hip-hop and blues. It was just separate. Okay. Yeah. What When you were growing up, by the way, I'm... I'm I'm Sweating? dabbing myself. Sweat. Oh, it's Jesus Christ. It's really this hot. It's not normal. Right? This <laughs> it is, not, is It's almost October. I'm a puddle over here. My butt <sighs> is wet. Anyway, <laughs> I, when you were, the, the music you listened to as a child, though, that's what I mean. Was it always blues in the house? Were your parents big? And, like, yeah. like, how did you come to the blues? Um, well, when we moved to um, Oregon from Philadelphia, we, uh, my dad got into the blues. So they were, they were like spinning, you know, Muddy Waters and Big Mama Thornton and uh -huh. Howlin' Wolf and Robert Johnson. So that is what I grew up with. Uh, like Thanksgiving dinner, Howlin' Wolf is playing in the background. Yeah. You know uh -huh. what I mean? Um, and then at the same time, I was getting into, I was stealing my brother's hip-hop CDs. So, um, you know, I would take his like Jay-Z and Nas CDs and stuff like that. So, but it was a lot of blues, a lot of blues. So it definitely uh, resonated with me at a young age. Okay. Yeah. And when you are driving, let's say you take a road trip, what are you listening to? I've been listening to a lot of country lately, which is really mm. interesting. Modern country or old country? Well, uh, modern country, actually. There's been a kind of a rise of blues influence in country music with artists like Maren Morris and Chris Stapleton. Sure. And I've, I've found myself uh, really interested in it more than I ever have been before. So, yeah. yeah. You mentioned growing up in Philly. Actually, you only you're only there till you're six years old. So I was eight. Can you? How are your O's? Have you gotten your O's? O's, hoagies? Well, yeah, my parents, <laughs> my parents, my parents definitely still have accents. What so. do you What do you drink out of a fountain? What? What's the liquid you drink out of a fountain? Soda. No, no. I mean, the, what do you swim in? What? what I are, don't even know what you're. I'm saying so right glad you're having this moment. Well, water. I mean, water's still, okay. what are still. Okay. You got oh. rid of water. You. I thought it was that. a different thing you were saying because when I moved to the West Coast from the East Coast, yeah, uh, it was it was soda on the East Coast, and yeah. then on the West Coast it was pop. pop. Yeah. And so it was like little things like that that were like that had, you know. Do you changed. have any family left in Philadelphia? They've all run no, away. They've no. all run away. They've my grandmother was there and then she passed away. So okay. on Richboro. So that's uh. where my. What is the place you grew up, uh, were born in? Abington, is it? Yeah. yeah it's I was, right outside of Philadelphia. Well, yeah. I was born in Adlington. In oh, England. wow. It's a little village in England. Oh, is wow. yours a little village? I don't really know much <laughs> about Abington, to be honest. No. I was just born there. I mean, there. it's on the, it's, it's, it's. The right outside of Philadelphia, so it's not really a little village. Well, Pennsylvania's got There's no villages, villages out near Philadelphia. We, <laughs> there we are. That'd be awesome. <laughs> Where are you? I'm in... I just wanted I'm to... In, I'm in Lifflittershire. <laughs> it's right down the street from South Philly. Uh, yeah. Anyway. She's very grounded. You moved to Oregon, maybe. where it's so much nicer in Oregon. Thank God you get out of Philadelphia. I love Philadelphia, but thank God you get out, because uh, how do you think that growing up there informed you... Well, as an artist. It, w it rained nine months out of the year, so I definitely had a lot of time to be inside okay. and work on music. Yeah. You know, um, There were things like 4-H and agriculture that I wasn't terribly interested in in that area. So it really kind of, you know, I don't know. It's just something that was inside of me, to be honest. I loved listening to music, and um, I was uh, you know, really, really interested in singers like Etta James and uh, Big Mama Thornton, and I was just mesmerized with them. Wow. And I would listen to them. I would listen to their records. My dad also taught me how to sing, but I would I would learn a lot by listening, you yeah. know. So, um, and I always wanted to be a singer. So I would have like 
hour bus rides to school because I lived in the middle of nowhere. See, like a village. Like a village. Definitely in a village. My 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 town had uh, it has like its population has like fifteen hundred people or something like that. Okay, it's very bit, small. bit bigger than a village. But I see how's the saying. bourbon in? Uh, Soda you're drinking, by it's the way. It's very good. Drinking Thank you. Jim Beam and soda over Thank there. You. You, I like my mustache uh, straw, too. It's great. So can, <laughs> I, can, I say, can I say why you didn't want the original drink that I What was the you? original drink? You said the tea will make you stay awake. Yeah. Yeah. Are well, you going to go to bed after? We were drinking. I was going to say it's no, not that. Oh. But sleeping on a bus is actually harder than you would think. Mm. Yeah. Um, no, I think it would be hard. I basically can sleep like two or three hours before it's wheels up, and then I wake up like maybe 10 times when we're driving <laughs> no and kidding. feel like we're going to crash. And then when we, I say we land, but when the bus parks, then I get maybe another three hours. Okay. So I'm just like trying to be able to like sleep, you know? I, 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 I offered ZZ a, uh, it's a, a thing we've been doing here with the, it's like a Arnold Palmer. Yeah. Made with bourbon. Yeah. And she said, no, the tea will keep me awake. She knows this how. Yeah. Oh yeah. So, but the but the, but the soda water as she's pouring more bourbon. That the bourbon good will girl. not keep you, you awake. Just needed a little. No, yeah, this is good. No, yes, I know. I make them weak. I'd like to ask. It's better than making it too strong. I'm going to pour some in here. Well, you know. All you right. live in Los Angeles now. Mm-hmm. How does that affect your day to day? Given that you have very specific goals that you want to achieve as a musician. Are there things that come in to your day-to-day life that you're like, oh, God. besides the traffic? Yeah, it's really interesting because, honestly, I moved to L.A. to make it, to get signed and have, you know, and have a career. And the interesting thing is, for me at least, when you've made it, you tour and you leave. Yeah. Yeah. So as much as I, you know, we just bought our, f- our first house. Um, oh, congratulations. And thank you so much. And uh, it's wonderful, but I'm not there, <laughs> you know, majority of the year. So, um, and I will say that my place, like my friends come from Oregon. They're like, your place is very Oregon-ish. Like you don't feel like you're in the city at my place. Like we have like a lot of fruit trees where, and where are like you that. are you up in wine country down by eugene or wait, well eugene's also wine country I no no no. i live in los angeles but i mean you, you, you oh you don't have a place up there anymore no oh okay mm. the, no nobody's up there anymore like, yeah like oh okay but eugene is where you originally were uh, uh roseburg actually well i was actually in between a town called roseburg and a town called glide i went to high school um in a town called glide it has like 1500 people in it Hello, 1,500 people in Glide. Yes. And Roseburg has like 20,000 people. And we live like a half an hour in between both of those towns in the middle of nowhere. It's so different for me because I... I went to high school in Philadelphia, which is right near this village called Abington. I'm sure you've (laughs) heard of it. It's a tiny little village in Hamlet called (laughs) Abington. And I went to school where the 8 million people that lived outside of the village of Abington lived. Philadelphia. So she grew up in it. Let's just say it. She grew up in a village. And now she works with... Some really big names. Like, let's talk about what you've achieved because you're so young. I would say you're probably one of the youngest performers here this weekend, and congratulations for oh, that reason. Thank you. Not to mention one of the very few women. Oh, that's another cool. big congratulations. Love that. Yeah. Um, <laughs> you've a movie, Cars. Like your songs have been on Disney, Pixar. My sorry, my bad. <laughs> uh, what happens when, like, suddenly you're picked up by someone like Pixar? Um, that was a really cool experience, um, and also to I had toured with Gary Clark Jr. Um, early on. He brought me on tour with him, but to actually have him collab on a song with me um, was really, really awesome. And we went to the premiere, and the the place that that um, that ride is in the movie is like the very last scene. Uh, it was 
I, there's no other way to say it was magical, you know? I mean, <laughs> and also I was asked to write something for that movie. Wow. So then we wrote that song for that movie. Actually, I think we wrote... This is there it. it is, yeah. There it is, right? Yeah, we wrote one song before this one, and they were like, no, we can try this. Try a different idea. And then we tried one more idea, and that was it. This so. is great. Yeah. Right? Gary's on it playing guitar and, and singing. Oh, I love this. And now we're getting sued by Pixar. So uh, <laughs> I won't tell anybody. Don't worry. <laughs> don't tell anybody. No. Well, I think if we're commenting on it in a critical, analytical way, it's fine to play. Oh, well, how does that work? Wow. Yeah. Gary's obviously performing this weekend. Yeah. And not to give anything away, but is there a chance you might pop on stage with him? There is not a chance because oh, we, will be, we, we yeah. will be gone. We're going to Birmingham, Alabama tonight. So we won't be here, unfortunately. Uh, how do you like performing in the South? Oh, I love it. Yeah. I love it. The things it does to my hair is great. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, you know what? Honestly, it's all about uh, it's all about the crowds for me. It's all about the fans. I don't care where I am. We played Detroit last night, and it was awesome. Like, they were just having so much fun. And I don't even care where I am at that point. Did you take a bus from Detroit to Kentucky last night? Yeah, we're on tour right now, so Jeez. I live She's on a bus. She's not messing around. She's not no drinking kidding. that tea. No kidding, yeah. Right. <laughs> How long's that ride? That's got to be. Um, I don't know. I was sleeping. Well, I was trying to sleep most of it. Um, but, yeah, we're actually out for about five weeks right now. We're on tour. Um, we're opening for a band called Kaleo. Okay. Um, so we're touring with them, and we're opening for them. And then I have about five headlining shows in between those dates. Um, so we just played, like, uh, Cleveland and Detroit, and then we have Birmingham, Alabama, um, tomorrow, I think the next day actually, um, and then back on to, to do some more opening for Kaleo. So, awesome. Yeah. Well, when you play LA again, we're coming. Awesome. We're coming to that if show. You'll, if you'll have it. I would yeah. love for you guys oh, I'm gonna to come. Buy a ticket. Absolutely. I'll buy a ticket. Yeah. yeah. Um, so, uh, I guess we don't want to hold you. We don't want to keep you too much here. I mean, obviously, you got to get back on the bus. Don't have any tea, whatever you do. <laughs> ZZ Ward, where can we find you on the uh, on the social media? Is it just that ZZ, ZZ Ward? Ward? Yeah, it's pretty it's pretty simple. Uh, yeah, ZZ Ward on Instagram, ZZ Ward on Twitter, ZZWard.com. The only one they stole was was Snapchat, so it had to be official ZZ Ward because someone took ZZ Ward. Now you're official, then. <laughs> really? Good for them. I mean, yeah. yeah. And what else coming up in the future beyond the tour? When's 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 the next? I think that we'll probably go out for a headlining tour, um, probably uh, in come like January. Okay. Um, so we'll come out and we'll come to all the cities again. So there's going to be a lot of tours ahead of us with the new album that came out in June. So um, fantastic. Yeah. You're a busy bee. Yes. That's a good way to. Well, be. we really appreciate you Thank being you. on the show, and I'm, we're going to take it out with this little. Oh, I love this, by the way. I was rocking out to this on the plane. We're not really rocking out. Oh, I haven't listened to this song in so long. It makes me sad. beautiful. (laughs) It's so nice. ZZ Ward, thanks for joining us here on the show. Bourbon and Beyond. Check her out on tour. Amazing. Thank you. I won't wake up and pick out your tie. Oh, no, you won't come home and kiss me at night. Oh, no, we won't die in this king. Say goodbye to a saying I lose No more white picket fences No more lace bells or bows No more, you're the only one Cause that's all done with now This is the last love song I'll ever write for you Love song.
got a drink, Drinky Poo. Drinky Poo. You're, you're already putting Coke in, 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 in a whiskey in front of me? It's been a long day. And you call this drinky time? I feel like I'm wearing I think, a football Are we mask. rolling, by the way? I think we should start right. You son of a bitch. Okay, that's how we're doing it. All right, that's how we're going to welcome our next guests. Uh, there are two chefs, and one of them just dumped my goddamn drink out. Ed Lee and Chris Cosentino, everybody. Yeah. What's up? Hello, What's up guys. with that, man? You, you can't drink. You can't put Coke in a, in a oh, bourbon. Oh, okay. That was it. He upset. Yeah. He got upset that I put the Coke in. There's there. All right. Oh, well, the snobbery around me. this. Yeah, there's a little, I'm sorry. There's a little snob. You, you can do it when I leave. Okay, I'm sorry. Let's move on to the important things. How many times have you lost the James Beard Award? <laughs> oh, shit. Oh, there we right. go. Game is done. I'm off, you. I'll see you later. <laughs> Did you, are you going to turn the what? knife on yeah. us both? <laughs> <laughs> just stick it in and walk away. Yeah, something I mean, for Chris? I know. Something well, for Chris? Plenty, yeah, I've been oh, plenty for Chris. Yeah. Oh, shit. Uh, <laughs> San Francisco you, restaurants? Huh? Did anything happening up I'm there? Me. No, I'm kidding. But can I just say, because you're very excited, all three yes. of you, for everyone listening back home, I'm sat next to two phenomenal Phenomenal chefs. Thank and you. Dan, you, you can now uh, introduce them. Yes. Thank you for that. Chris You're obviously the sane one here. And Ed Lee. Chris Cosentino and Ed Lee. Here we go. What's Let's up? Thank Thank you. Yeah. We're here. And uh, you guys, what are you doing at Bourbon and Beyond? Just chilling? Having bourbon? We're buying cowboy hats. Yeah. We went and bought cowboy hats today. Tried on some really fancy shoes. Is yeah. that your, you just get that, Chris? I just got this He's hat. got a really fancy it's hat. It's nice. On. It's not too fancy. Just What comfy. kind of shoes did you try on? Oh, man, they're epic. Do you have a picture? Oh, you got the show picture us. on the phone? Dude, I will describe what is going on here. This is a podcast, so you can't. It's okay. I'll describe it to you. Look at those they're shoes. Oh, my. <laughs> they look they're like something like, Prince. Oh, I am looking That's like at. Prince, oh, Prince went to the Wizard of Oz and bought shoes. These are blue. Uh, no, that's purple. That's purple. Blue. Oh, purple. purple. Okay. Well, I think you might have used a filter. Okay. Purple leather cowboy boots with the biggest sort of, what is that? That's like a leprechaun. They're like elfin elf shoes. Elfin shoes. They but they're like 14 inches of like pointiness. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> they fit really well and they work great in the and kitchen. And dig holes good, really yeah. well. It beats yeah. clogs. It beats wearing clogs. If I kick someone in the ass, that shoe's definitely yeah. not coming You'll out. You'll never yeah. need to use a spoon <laughs> ever again. <laughs> There, that, that's a spoon. That's right pretty there. hysterical, right? Put food in your mouth with But that. the thing is, they're not, they're not like, they're $400 boots. <laughs> of course they yeah. are. They're not like Hey, cheap. what they, they say, should. there's a sucker born every day. <laughs> yeah. 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 They saw you coming, huh? Yeah. They were thanks, like, oh, thanks yeah. a lot. No. So, <laughs> so both of you gentlemen have been involved with the Top Chef franchise. Yep. Yes. You. I don't, by the way, you know I don't talk about Top Chef. Okay, right? let's not Why talk not? about <laughs> it. Why not? not allowed to, but yeah, I did Top Chef Master Season 4. Okay. Uh, and won. You did uh, win. I did win, and I won for the Michael J. Fox Foundation for Parkinson's research. Hey, let's Fabulous. cheers to Thank that. You. Let's cheers. raise our drinks to that. Cheers. Here we go. What is are you he drinking? Still alive? Got a beer. He is. Okay. Bourbon. Yeah, it's cheers. Very cheers. cheers. He's very alive. And well. Yes. So, Chris, interesting stuff with you, man. So, your career, uh, you you came to the public consciousness through you know TV cooking shows and became real. But I've read some stuff where you maybe regretted that later. Oh yeah, yeah. He just goes straight in. Where with you the basically stuff, were? Wor- well, yeah. I mean, are you just, I, I you're was, just, are you just a Debbie Downer? No, podcast? no. I thought it was. I, I, everything I, is about. I like thought it was uplifting. <laughs> I thought it was uplifting, Go man. On. You were Uplift like, us. welcome. All right, everyone, to Drinky Fun Time, also known as the National <laughs> Enquirer of Chef Talk Shit. <laughs> exactly. So we're gonna dig dirt on all these guys. I'm gonna <laughs> shut up now. Emma, no, it's no. I won't say anything. I'll answer it. Tell us the worst day of your life. Yeah. Yeah, that, that day isn't revolving around that. I've had a lot of whiskey. No, it's, uh, 
I did. I did walk away, and I, and I felt that it wasn't the best choice for me in the career, my direction of my career. Um, I got very ill and was very sick for a long period of time from it. And now I'm no longer doing it unless I do a judging thing, or, but I'm not going to do anything unless it's yeah. reputable. Like What Ed's doing right now is great because he's teaching and educating people on TV how to cook and working with food. Chris and, is going to be on Dancing with the Stars. Yes. Oh, you lucky doing that. Thing. Yeah. That's I mean, I did Dances with Wolves a little while ago, <laughs> but they tore my loincloth. By the way, if you, in case you're listening, Guar just came on in the background. I yes. love Here Guar. Guar. Had, apparently Guar got added to the in bill. In case it's you were worrying that we weren't actually where we say we are. Here we are at Peppin' and I'm not going to ask any more questions. No, Go I ahead. would just genuinely like to know because I'm a big fan of spicy food. Uh-huh. And and you obviously were or probably still are. But like, what, what does that make? Like, what does that do? What was your first... Not what's your first thought other than please pass me milk. I, I mean... Where do you go from there? You're like suddenly like, ah, I'm at a juncture. So I can eat spicy food now. Mm. My stomach's healed completely. But um, when you eat large, large consumptions of it, it has the ability to burn you. Just like just like flames do on your skin. Exactly. Just and like drugs do in your system. Yeah. I, I wouldn't know about that. But I'm not, I don't, think, I don't think I'm alone in sitting and watching YouTube videos where it's, you know, these challenges to eat enormous quantities of things. And I've seen many chili eating contests. And... And it's horrifying to see how far people well, get. Well, look, it, I mean, it all started with Cool Hand Luke, right? Eating eggs. Yeah. Okay. He and was he, very cool. And he, he could get away with it. He that. could get away. I mean, but it doesn't matter whether it's eating whole hard-boiled eggs, drinking a gallon of milk, trying to do the cocoa powder challenge, trying to do a chili challenge, water. Anything in overconsumption as a contest is detrimental to your body. And Except it could be water. Bourbon. You know where that started? With Bourbon. Rod Stewart back in the 70s. We all remember that rumor, Rod Stewart? What was rumor? not a Rod Stewart fan I won't bring it up. No, then, keep going. Wow, he's got all these. I'm out. Can I'm we out. just I'm not, I'm not saying be. anything. Go ahead. <laughs> Go on. Rod Stewart. <laughs> where the fucking... I Come on. Fucking you guys never heard that rumor? Better. When I was a kid, you guys never heard the Rod Stewart. I can't no, say it now. I thought somebody would get it. There was a rumor that Rod... Was eating semen. Go on. Was he eating semen? I didn't say it. Ed said it. Ed said it. (laughs) All right, fine, Ed. If you want to bring it up. Next thing you know, you're going to talk about George Michael in the bathroom. Come on, let's just keep, move along. That <laughs> happened. But, yeah. Come on. Same it's with Pee Wee Herman. I've been, no, sweating. I've been sweating for 72 hours straight in Kentucky. How do you do it? How do you live here? This is so Oh, hot. this is great. This is, no, you, you like this? Well, you sweat out the toxins, man. That's true. That is true. Is it? Uh, and I don't you think I'm on my on own. drink on Saturday? I didn't what? pee at all yesterday. Oh, no. You peed once. You One said time. So. One time. In your pants. Well, we got a rule here. <laughs> you oh. didn't even have to get up. It didn't matter. It didn't matter. All day. You dried right up. You sin on Saturday, go to church on Sunday, man. Yeah. That's a rule. That's a rule. And here we are on the Sunday. I know Sunday. This is church, this is church yeah, baby. This is church. <laughs> what have you eaten today? Lou, what's this? The band? Guar is church. Guar yeah. is church. This? The church this of Guar. I mean, yesterday I drank, I probably drank 24 beers. And this I was not drunk. right here. No. I was it. not drunk. It was going in and sweating right out. <laughs> right so is it true? Have you been on a liquid lunch? No. This is my lunch right now. It's the easiest it's thing to do. Some rabbit hole bourbon is my lunch. But there's some fantastic food trucks out there. Like, if you could get through the lines quite quickly, which one would you go for? I would go to Milkwood, which is my restaurant. Oh. Got, which have got some amazing See? spicy You're ribs. a big fan of yourself, aren't you, dear? Yeah. You got some <laughs> spicy you sausages. in front of a mirror. It's amazing. <laughs> <laughs> spicy sausages with kimchi. Got some ed- edamame, edamame peanut salad. I'll bring you guys some. I, I would, that would be lovely. Right yeah. now, really, yeah. 
Would you really kill? Would you really? Can I just I would, turn well, to point a to lot someone? Of, would you I have actually ants, just kill I have ants all over my leg, so I'd kill them. Does that count? Yeah, I've got red ants <laughs> crawling up my leg here. Just pour bourbon on it. Yeah, pour some bourbon. That's actually true. They are. We are actually. We do have some bourbon here on the table. What are you having right there? You've got. I'm having this, a. I'm having a mini rabbit hole. Rabbit hole. Do you like that stuff? The rabbit hole. That's yeah, all right. We had those guys on. It's you good. like the Jim Beam? I love. You know what I always say? People are like, "Oh, what's your favorite bourbon?" Listen, I drank Jim Beam White Label in college. Yeah. It got me through college. Oh. It yeah. got me a bunch of girls. Jimmy got you an education? There's nothing wrong with it. There's It's nothing. cheap. And here's the thing. It does the trick. <laughs> when these guys get all fancy and they're like, no, we're going to drink this bourbon. You go, none of those bourbons exist had Jim no, Beam not existed, Jim okay? Jim and I, you know, I don't know. I used to buy it by the gallon with a handle on it. Yeah. It, w- it got me through high school and college and... and you know, I've moved on maybe to more sophisticated bourbons, yeah. but there's a soft spot in my heart for Jim Beam always. It's the best. Chris, what did you? What did you do when you were in grammar school? Thank you. That was grammar school my was, was uh, <laughs> grammar school was more crystal meth. Oh. <laughs> and I got over that. Well, you know? you grew up in Brooklyn, right? Yes, I grew up in Brooklyn. So that's normal there. You can have crystal meth. I grew up in Philly. Yeah. Cocaine was regularly distributed to the sixth grade. But yeah. I, have a, I have a serious question. What did you study at college? I was a lit major. Pardon? Lit major. Oh, well, literature. English literature. Okay, so that's not cooking, is it? No, it's not So cooking. how did you go from literature? Because I, I graduated from college, and I went on many job interviews, and they said, well, great, what was your literature, what was your major? And I said, I studied Joseph Conrad and uh, 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 Norman Mailer, and they were like, great, we're not hiring you. You could so have said, I've written cookbooks, but I'm not a chef. And then they yeah, like, didn't. Oh. And, and they and, said, "Turn and so, on this fryer. Here's where the fries yeah, go so in." I, went, and flip I got the a burgers. job. I got a yeah. job. I got a job. All my friends at NYU got jobs with Merrill Lynch, making 65 grand out of high school or out of college. And I got a job. I was 22, and I got a job in a Moroccan restaurant making 6.25 as a dishwasher. And that's how my career started. <laughs> Woo! That's yeah. amazing, dude. Cheers to that. That's, Cheers. That's quite unreal. The inspiration. Chris, Chris, what about you? How did it start for you? Uh, started as a dishwasher in IHOP. Okay. Wow. I, I was love probably IHOP. that was had to be less love than six twenty. Now you're a legend. It was definitely less than six. It was like fourteen years old. I <laughs> lied to get the job because I wanted to work. You were dying to eat those dying pancakes. Dying to, uh, to do it. And that's actually what started it all, because I grew up um, commercial fishing. My, I grew up in New England. Yeah. So right out in front of my house, there was, you know, commercial fishermen were my neighbors. So I would get on boats as a kid and do lobstering, gill netting. They offic- I was the official master baiter because I baited all the lobster oh. ponds. That was my head title. That he was also you a master baiter. You know, I'm not going to touch it. Imagine, you just imagine, that up, imagine being, imagine being a 16-year-old kid working on the dock and a really, this amazing woman comes up with her daughter who is smoking hot and the mom's buying fish off the boat. And I'm like, oh, hey, here's what we have today. And Alan, who is our fishing captain, goes, oh, you can buy the f- you can buy the fish from our master baiter. And I'm like, well, there goes that date. Like, I'm trying to, like, tra- I'm like just trying to get a date with the daughter. And it's, oh, this no. is our master baiter. <laughs> By the way, I think we can all agree, guys. And At here's 16, the funny thing. we're he's... all the official master baiters. Yeah. But here's the funny thing. He's never stopped masturbating. No. Because no. he needs it now. Go fishing with him. He masturbates the entire <laughs> fishing trip. It's his right. He sees Somebody's going to chum the water. <laughs> he sees a salmon. He sees a salmon. And he gets all googly-eyed. Oh, look at you. Uh, okay, now where do we go from the fish masturbation uh, part? How long show? is this thing? I don't know. <laughs> How long is the podcast? I'm, I'm out of jokes. <laughs> <laughs> I'm pretty much out of jokes. 
I don't know. How much time? Do, how much time do we have to fill? <laughs> I had so many serious questions, and screw you all. What? Oh, come on, come on now, come on, come on. Let's hear it. Well, I'm British, and I think that I could have never told. Yeah. I am. Yeah. Not from New Zealand or Australia. I was just in England. I love it. I love London. I want to move there. I want to ditch my life and like it's create awesome, a new man. identity. But you did just say I was what? just in England. I love London. Yeah. Is That's that two different things? That's not like saying I love England because the food in London, we're so lucky. Oh, the food in London was fucking ballers. It's it was ballers. I was born yeah. in the north of England where it's cold and grey and we like pies and potato and big butties, which are sandwiches. And... Uh, it's not as easy. Do you go to Scotland at all? Not really. Yeah. It's even colder up there. No, it so is. No. Why would we? Yeah, was it Scotland was fun. I should. I should. Uh, Scotland's fun. What did you eat in Scotland? Okay, can I tell you something that's a secret? Oh, yes. Go on. No one's listening. All right. Trust me. So everyone said to me, when I, before I went, this is the first time in Scotland, everyone said to you, the only thing worse than the food in Scotland are the women. And that's what everyone said to me, and I didn't believe them. I said, it's 2017. It's a fucking amazing city. I was in Edinburgh. Like you, you can't be kidding me. You know, like, and and I went to Edinburgh and the food was shit. Uh oh. Food was fucking. It was like just. It, and it wasn't that it was bad. It was just under salted. Like we're Americans. We oh, just you want, salt everything. We you salt, salt the, sweet things. We salt the f out of everything. Yeah. All of a sudden was, you say f after. <laughs> yeah. After you say fuck, fuck, fuck yeah. Hell. You already said the, <laughs> the food was fucking shit. <laughs> So so we go and and we walk into this bar and the and, and the bartender has her back to us and she's just she's like she looks great from behind she like the most gorgeous red hair flowing down to her back and she looks like she came out of a uh, 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 you know one of those Hobbit movies like she's a fairy like yeah. she's a fairy, oh, a fairy. like she's Not like an angel okay. she's like gorgeous beautiful she's like fit and she's had her back and I'm just like oh my god this is like. The wonderful. She's the unicorn. Fairy. Yeah, found she's like, her. and 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 she comes like this, and she turns around, and 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 I can't do the accent, but she has like three teeth in her head. <laughs> she looked like Gollum. She Suddenly had, was she Gollum. Had, she had yeah. one eyeball, and the other one was like, and she goes, "What can I do you for?" <laughs> and and we like all jumped back. Oh God! But she she was I'm like mortified. But she was the coolest part. We spent like eight hours. That lady is listening, going, "I have three teeth." Yeah, three teeth. <laughs> and she's I still bag them, so don't worry about it. She still gets some. Okay, Chris, your turn. What country would you like to shit on? Uh, no, I don't. I don't like. To was shit. that no, shitting? On, that was no, that was not shitting on Scotland. Scotland. You know, I just I was in uh, London just this April. Past you April. like it there too? I've been going back for many years. So yeah. why are you here? Why why yeah, would you, you leave fail? London? It's the most amazing city in the world. Why would you leave here for shitty? LA? I don't disagree. I love London. Uh, I love it in the summer and yeah. I love it in the spring. And the rest of the time, I don't want to be there because I am. Um, I and was. L. A. Is better. Here's a, this is just a personal experience yeah. I had. Somebody sent me what was then called a light box, which was. I mean, there's many light boxes, but this was meant to sit in front of my desk and make me feel happier yeah. because you would get sunlight during the winter months. Right. And I lived in a, uh, I lived, I worked in a really big office at the Sun newspaper at the time, which is big as like two football pitches. And a guy from the back of the room came down. He said, that thing's giving me a migraine. And I was like, it is. It's giving me a migraine too. And it, it made me realize that we're trying to make ourselves happier with not more sunlight, but there just isn't any. It's gray a lot. And a lot of people oh, in London. get this. Yeah. Depressive SAD, it's called seasonal something disorder. Vitamin Sorry. D. Yeah, but that's what makes yeah. you Londoners so intense. Well, you're all depressed. 
and it's, it's a great. lot to do it's with the great. weather. Yeah. And I Thank came goodness, out to LA. Because would have never happened. Yeah. No. No, that's why you guys <laughs> <got laughs> You have great music, great <laughs> poets. Yeah. Great. Sh- like everything from the arts is great because you're all depressed. As a, yeah. Yeah. Keep it that way. But I came to LA to visit another editor yeah. who was having a great time out there. And she was like, you, you can do this too. And I just had this moment of, I'm just going to see if I can do that. Like the sunlight. And that was seven yeah. years ago. And I like the sun. Who knew? I kind of hate it right now after being uh, 48 hours in Kentucky. The sun has been not our friend here. It's very relentless. Oh, no, it's ridiculous. But eventually it's going to cool off here in Kentucky. It will. The key word for this weekend's festival is moist. (laughs) Oh, (laughs) clammy. Clammy and moist. Clammy and moist. What did you say, fanny? No, clammy. Clammy and moist. It's a bit clammy. Every time I have a sip of that's whiskey, my, that's and they my go dish tonight: uh-huh. clammy and moist. <laughs> clammy and moist. Oh, that's moist perfect. is the worst word. Okay, though, I got a good. I got a good London story. For All right. You. So, the first time I went to London, about twelve years ago. What is this? I go it's to empty. London. Oh, she Why wants more. It to me? Yeah, more whiskey. More whiskey. More whiskey. Brown well. stuff. So we go, and I'm, I'm eating at fifteen. Okay, and Jamie Oliver's restaurant, fifteen. Yes. We're sitting there, and in walks Alice Waters. Ooh. And Alice comes in, and all the cooks are bugging out. They're like, holy crap, it's Alice Waters. Oh, so special, so special. Now, Alice <laughs> brought her daughter. And her daughter, you know, oh, I want it. Jamie's in the kitchen, and my good friend Derek Damon is the chef de cuisine. We're Tread sitting there. Tread gently, dear. Don't you worry. And <laughs> Alice proceeds to introduce her daughter to the kitchen. Everybody, I'd like to introduce my daughter. Her name is Fanny. The entire <laughs> kitchen erupted into <laughs> fucking hysterical oh. laughter, and the chefs were like, "Shut your mouth!" No. Shut up. Oh, that's yeah. It's a real thing. It's a real but it's thing. Not happened for a long time. That was an old name. It's still. Trust me, it's still elicits laughter. From <laughs> what were they thinking? Fanny. Doesn't Fanny mean front bum? Front bum. Brown. <laughs> <laughs> it's kind of like. I don't know. We just, would you care I would for like you to meet my daughter, Gash. Gash. <laughs> but that is my daughter's name. Wait, is that wrong? Gash oh. Dunn. I yeah. love Gash. Very uh, The best thing is, you've you got to go to London and go into a kitchen and be like, man, I love your sous chef. He's real spunky. Oh. Uh, There's some weird things that we say oh, that don't work up across the pond. Hey, oh, yeah. Fanny. Like, like yeah, I where say to it. begin. Yes. There's a few. <laughs> There's a few. It's not a family show. It's no, we could say it. Go ahead, say it. Nah, I'll, uh, no, in my luck, my wife will hear it and give me a good yeah, crack. Yeah, don't yeah, don't, don't say that. She already heard it. <laughs> I know, she already did. Oh. She already heard it. <laughs> so, just back to the music. Who are you most excited to see? I think Eddie Vedder last night was pretty He incredible. was phenomenal. Phenomenal. Um, Ed, Ed's going to get up there in a little well, while. Well, he's going to do a dance. There's, not a, there's dance. not a karaoke stage, which is, which is wrong. Because oh, we need a karaoke oh, stage. That, oh, yeah. No. No, it's right that there isn't a karaoke. No, there's no, it's wrong. Stevie Nicks, though? Stevie Nicks. I love Stevie. 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 I love it. Look, know. she's wearing a Stevie Nicks. There Where's she my is Stevie, Stevie Nicks, Nicks t-shirt? shirt. Yeah. Um, yeah, I love, no, I love Stevie. Um, you know who's helping us out? Do you know who uh, My Morning Jacket is? Yes. So Patrick Hallahan, who's the drummer for My Morning Jacket, is going to be helping us cook dinner tonight. Because oh, he's like a yeah. huge foodie. Nice. And he's like one of those, like, he's like a frustrated chef. Wow. Like, he's an incredible musician, but he really just kind of wants to be a so chef. Patrick's going to be serving clammy and moist. He's going to be serving. He is clammy and moist. <laughs> oh, my goodness. He is. We're actually going to take him and serve him we'll on a platter. 
milk toast. Like topped with some roasted clams. Kimchi clams. So we did we did a uh, we did a thing, and so every every uh, January, my morning Jack does a huge festival in Mexico, and, and he was like, "Dude, you got to come down and do the barbecue." I'm like, "Fine, we'll do barbecue." So we did barbecue for 2,500 people, and um, we had all these stations set up with all the barbecue, and we had a 10-foot grill, and I'm like, "Why don't I just do this?" Why don't I just, like, you, the food's there, but I'll just, like, demo some barbecue. And I'll just stand in front of the grill. And if anyone wants to come say hi to me, I'll just have some barbecue. So I'm sitting, and Patrick's with me, and we're just fucking grilling up, and we're just having a blast. And next thing I know, I turn around. There's 2,500 people online for the grill. And I'm like, <laughs> no, no, you don't understand. This is just for show. The food is over there. And everyone, and oh. the entire line goes, no, we want the food from you. So literally everyone, they had to have all the workers Shuffle grab it. the food from the buffet station, bring it to the grill. And I grilled for 2,500 people <laughs> Jesus for like six hours. And Patrick was there with me for about two hours of it, just humping. He was just like doing it, doing it. Finally he goes, dude, I got to go do sound check. I'm oh done. I'm out of here. <laughs> that was fantastic. Thank you for doing that, though. No, but he was—he was—he's like—he's—he's he's into it anyway. So he's going to be helping out tonight. So it, it really, really is. is a music and food festival. Yeah, it really is. It is. That's awesome. So, guys, where do we? Uh, where do people find you online? Places, things. What are we promoting now? Uh, Chris Constantino is on plushy.com if you find I've him. I've seen him there. Yeah. yeah. And He'll you're at Clammy and Moist. He's at Clammy and Moist, and Moist <laughs> also known as Spanked Revision. <laughs> <laughs> We're plugging all these great websites. <laughs> By the way, we're at what? Bourbon and Beyond. In case you're wondering, yeah, yeah, yeah. we're at Bourbon and Beyond. It's a oh, real thing. We're well into the bourbon part and of it. Beyond. Um, and I we're very know. lucky. Yeah, then I'm going to play. I'm going to play you guys out with this for what? just because you brought it up. Oh. Just you. I love it. This is my morning jacket. Covering. Covering. Buddy Holly. It's so good. It's so good. They're gonna. We got to get them here next year. We need to do that. Chris is, look at Chris is crying over there. Look at him. Oh, no. Look it's at not you. actually tears. It's sweat. <laughs> it's burning. How beautiful is this, though? Just listen to that. That's Jim James just fucking breaking it all down. I like it. There's not a worry in the world when you're listening Stop to this. Stop talking. My mom's oh. enjoying this. Karaoke. You know who's really enjoying this? The Tonight. Lawyers at the network when they take it out of our show. <laughs> Again, Dan, we need listeners for that to happen. That's true. What's this? I'm going to tell them not to sue you. That's right. Drinky fun time. Drinky fun time. Oh, How'd you guys come up with the name? That's what I want to know. <laughs> yeah. I'll it's tell real, you how. It's real complex. We were eating chicken wings, and we basically said, well, what name isn't taken? That's it. And that's how we chose it. Ready, was, Chris? We found all the cool names, realized they were all taken, and ended up with Drinky Fun Time. This is where I need those special shoes I bought today. For dancing oh my right God, now. if you were dancing with these shoes, I would probably be dead. <laughs> I'd break my ankle. I'm gonna, you, you and I are going to start our, our own blog. It's called Drinky Shit Time. <laughs> just talk smack. <laughs> just talk smack. Oh, drink and shit time. By the way, let me apologize right what? now for starting shit with you earlier in the show. 
For what? I don't care. No, I'm going to start you it later. You can't make no, amends Anthony, now. No, I'm kidding. I'm just joking. I was fine. You're tough guys. Take it. You hurt my fucking feelings. Why did you apologize <laughs> to me? I want a hug. Dude, you six, oh. not six James Beard nominations. That's amazing. It's awesome. You didn't win. All right, fine. You met, you but met, six you met Sangyoon before. <laughs> I'm dedicating this song to you. I'm Jeff Hilla. <laughs> and on that note. I'm, and thank you very much for having myself, Bobby Flay, and uh, Sangyoon here yes. on the show with you today. <laughs> Am I done here? Can we leave? <laughs> You're done. I want a hug first. <laughs> a nice sweaty moist one. <laughs> I want a sweaty moist one. We have to actually go prepare for dinner tonight. You gotta stay for the end chorus. Ready? Ready? Two, three. Sometimes we'll sigh. Yeah, we sigh. Sometimes. Does any other chef sing? Uh, no. Uh, first ones. But on suspicious minds, oh, you can't get the rights to that. We can't get the rights to this. We just played it. <laughs> Ed does a meme by milkshake, let me tell you. I tried to put an Elvis quote in my first cookbook, and they wouldn't let me. Because it was too expensive. Yeah. All right, guys. All right. great Thank you, guys. Thank you. Excellent. Feral Audio. Hello, I'm Kyle Ayers. I'm the host of Never Seen It, the podcast where comedians rewrite famous movies and TV shows they've never seen, and then we give them a read in studio. This is a clip I want to play for you guys from an episode where Langston Kerman rewrites Scarface. He's never seen it, but he wrote a script based on what he thinks he knows about it. And here's a clip. Give it a listen. All right. Scarface, the new frontier. Interior, happening discotheque. Remember when we call clubs discotheques? <laughs> LOL, the 70s were crazy. Night. The crowd bustles with young, hot Mexicans who are supposed to be Cuban and all are dressed in butterfly collared shirts and pants that look like Jinko jeans and pleated khakis had a really weird baby. <laughs> There's sex in the air and Poppy wants a whiff. <laughs> oh my God. Scarface, 22 to 45. <laughs> like he's a television audience demographic? <laughs> Devilishly handsome. Not even a little bit Italian looking, so get that out of your dumb brain. Walks through the crowd with the confidence of a man who's going on MTV Cribs with the Ying Yang Twins one day. Does he actually have a scar on his face? Fuck no. Why would he even why would you even ask that? That's not important. What's important is that he is not at all a problematic stereotype <laughs> and that he has come for his cocaine. <laughs> As he approaches the red rope of the VIP, pronounced ve a pay in Spanish. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> he spots his dear friend who is almost certainly going to become his enemy by the end of the film. Smooth skin. <laughs> Scarface yells out his signature line. <laughs> Ciao Bella, it's me, Scarface. 